0: Luce Tomlin Brenner. Welcome to Small Frights Friday. On these very special episodes, I like to curate a selection of calls from the All Hallows Hotline and letters from the Eek mailbag. Do you have a Halloween query or a memory that you would like to share? Please call the All Hallows hotline at 802 532 dead if you dare. Or muster up your courage and write us an e to It's Always Halloween Podcast at gmail.com. And if you have an especially haunting tale, photograph, art piece, or recipe that you'd like to submit to our zine, The Lantern's Way, Volume 2, please send it to thelanternsway at gmail.com. Convince us ghosts are real. Pre-orders for The Lanterns Way Volume 2 open on July 23rd to celebrate 100 days to calendar Halloween. You have until August 25th to get your submissions in. Now let's hear it for the frighteningly wonderful Patreon ghoul gang whose contributions fully fund the production of this podcast. A warm welcome and haunting Halloween hello to our newest ghoul gang members, Haley, Tracy, and Jennifer. Thank you heaps for helping us make the podcast and for keeping us ad-free, independent, and sustainable. If you love It's Always Halloween and you'd like to help us make the podcast while getting an extra heaping of Halloween thrills and chills each month, please visit patreon.com slash it's always Halloween or click the link in our show notes. This July on Patreon, we are celebrating Summerween, and we're channeling our summer teen within by indulging in two classic Fear Street books, One Evil Summer from 1994 and Party Summer from 1991. We are reading these two for our monthly book club, which will be meeting on Thursday, July 27th. I was recently at my local library branch poking around to see if they still carried *Fear Street, which is where I first got into it, was first exposed to the chilling mind of R.L. Stein, and I was looking around the teen section, and there wasn't anything even close to it. There was no Christopher Pike. There was nothing. <laughs> Imagine it. It's 2023. And there were no books from the 80s there. But I did go to the desk and I asked the librarian who appeared to be elder millennial, perhaps Gen X. And when I mentioned Fear Street to him, nothing, absolutely no look of recognition on his face. And I had to repeat myself a few times. And while there's all kinds of people around me, also at the information desk, I had to keep being like, um, the titles are One Evil Summer and Party Summer. (laughs) These are the resources that I need for my local library. Party Summer, please. And one of the older women in line behind me was quizzing me about these books because she said she had never heard of them before. And I was trying to explain that they were my introduction to horror And I started reading Stephen King after I read the Fear Street books, and they were very important to my development as a young person. And she said, Well, now it sounds like you were trying to expose it to a new generation of young people. And I couldn't help but cackle because if she only knew, (laughs) that's exactly what we're doing here. So, yes. We read spooky books together every month on Patreon. We meet at the end of the month to discuss them. We also use our Discord channel to talk about the books throughout the month. And we are going to be picking what we're going to be reading for the calendar Halloween season soon. So if you want to be a part of that and help us pick what books and you want to join us for spooky books during the spookiest part of the year, then come sign up, join us. You can also sign up for Movie Parties, which is a screening series that I host at least uh, twice a month. Sometimes I do double features, triple features, sometimes surprise movie nights. This month, I'm doing a double Creature feature on Saturday, July 29th. We're kicking it off with Creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954, and then we will be swimming into Lake Placid from 1999. So, come traverse the dangerous waters with us this month. Not only are we enjoying books and films together, there's also bonus episodes, our blog, and of course, our private Discord community where we are discussing Halloweeny topics 24 7, 365 days a year. Our Discord is Lantern Central. So to sign up for any of these perks, just go to patreon.com slash it's always Halloween and know that your contribution is making a huge difference in the continuation of the podcast. Your support is especially helpful right now because it's always Halloween is about to go through a massive change. Sit down, pull the car over, stop whatever chores you're doing. I have a huge announcement. The mega-talented, wonderful, amazing, brilliant, creative, perfect partner that I've had for the last three years, the incomparable Pete Burns, will be leaving the podcast after August 4th. August 4th is going to be his last episode, it's an episode that we're going to record together. And we're going to go through a bunch of letters and calls together. So please send us tons of stuff to talk about together. Uh, Please send all of your love, anything that, you know, has really buoyed you about Pete's music and sound design choices. Pete and I started this podcast Uh, Around this time, three years ago, before any of you heard it, I brought him the idea. He was at the time producing and audio engineering my former podcast, a film podcast called You Need to See This. It was 2020, summer of 2020. I uh, was lamenting how much I missed being on stage and producing the live shows that I used to produce before lockdown. And I was like, Pete, I've had this idea for a long time and I haven't had the actual time to make it until now. Do you want to do this? And he was immediately into it and excited. And he came up with so many cool ideas and including, in fact, Pete, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that Pete came up with the name It's Always Halloween. I think I, my memory is that I sent him about 20 name ideas that I didn't like and I was like, I don't know. Maybe some of these? And then he came back and just said, what about It's Always Halloween? (laughs) Effortless. That's what has always been amazing about Pete is he effortlessly creates the most Cozy, comforting, haunting, disturbing soundscape, something I could not do, something I don't have the skills to do. He is the other half of this podcast. And a lot of podcasts have audio engineers or they have producers, but Pete is not just recording or editing. He is the other half of this podcast. And it is I mean, believe me when I say that my heart uh, broke when he told me he had to move on. And I'm still feeling it, still feeling really sad about it, but Pete is and will continue to be one of my best friends. He has a job opportunity, a full-time job that will be taking him out of the house. My God, the luxury. (laughs) And he just was not able to continue to put the time into the podcast that it needs. I am in talks right now with a, another possible audio engineer and a possible co-producer. These positions might be one and the same or we might be bringing on two new people or more. Change is really difficult, but it's also always an opportunity for growth and imagination and trying new things. I'm doing everything in my power to not have to take a break during this transition, since we are entering calendar Halloween time now, it's post-4th of July, so we are in it. We are barreling towards the thinning of the veil, and I do not want to take any time off, so I'm doing as much as I can between episodes to uh, get some new people on board, and as soon as I have real information, uh, confirmed new hires, you will all hear about it. It's important to me to bring somebody on who already loves uh, the podcast, who is either a lantern or who cares about building a community and becoming part of the community. It's important to bring somebody on who shares uh, my values, our values as a community. So. I'm hoping the transition will be smooth and that while we will miss Pete forever and ever, hopefully we won't feel his absence in terms of quality. And it is definitely my goal to keep bringing you the best possible podcast. And who knows who is out there who's going to be able to elevate us even further. I think it's an exciting time, despite being a very sad time. All that being said, if you out there in Halloween land have audio engineering skills, producing skills, and you would like to be more a part of the podcast, then please reach out to us at it'salwayshalloweenpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not limiting the search to people who live in Los Angeles. Even if that is not your skill, there are plenty of things that we always need help with. So if you want to volunteer for the podcast, then you are also welcome to reach out and let us know what your skills are, what you'd like to do, and we'll see if we can get you involved with the team. Again, the last episode with Pete will be on August 4th and we will be recording that episode together so please write in if you have any questions for pete anything specific you want to share with pete now is the time and if you've just been on the fence about contributing please send some stuff in we want to do kind of a longer episode to fully celebrate everything that pete has given to the podcast and give him a really nice spooky send off and I do say this a lot, but I really think it can't be said enough. Pete and I kind of thought we were just going to be doing a lockdown project, and we did not anticipate it resonating with thousands of people, much less people from all over the globe, from areas that we've never been able to travel to. We've heard some of the most incredible stories. We've got the best recommendations. We've been scared of our wits listening to some of this. So thank you, Dear Lanterns, for showing up on our porch every single week. Podcasting without network support and without traditional advertising is really challenging and it's uh, a lot of work and dedication and I could not have asked for a better partner than Pete Burns during all of this, so Pete, I thank you for being such an incredible partner this entire time and I hate to see you go but I'm excited for the next chapter and luckily you still just live down the street from me so I can still see you after this. But um, I will miss getting to talk to you every single week. I really cherish what we built together. It's really hard to find people that you can be a strong creative collaborator with and this podcast would not sound this way. Haha. <laughs> but seriously, they're I don't think this would have happened at all without you, so thank you. I love you, and I am so proud of everything that you're accomplishing, and I can't wait to see where all of your talents take you next. But for now, let those talents take you into our email bag. because you're not leaving yet, baby! The subject line of our first eek mail today is Scary Games for Halloween. Hello, Luce. As I'm writing this, I'm listening to Small Frights Frankenstein's Monster. I've been listening to episodes in order from oldest to newest for about a year, I think. My listening is kind of off and on because I need to find the right times. Anyway, I wanted to recommend some horror games for the listeners. Game one is Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight is an asymmetric multiplayer survival horror game with one killer and four survivors trying to repair their generators to power the exit gates in order to escape. The killer's goal is to sacrifice all the survivors on meat hooks. Game 2 is Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia is a game based on ghost hunting. It's really fun with friends, and it even has VR to enhance your experience. The last game might be kind of obvious, but it's Five Nights at Freddy's, a game about keeping an eye out for animatronics come alive. It has jump scares and it's all about trying to survive the night. Also, this is a little unrelated, but I'm a 14-year-old who loves Halloween, and I live in a small town, so I don't have anyone else to obsess over Halloween with. This podcast helps me to connect with people who love it just as much as I do, so thank you. Signed, your Halloweeny friend, Jay. Jay, thank you so much for this email, and I am beyond thrilled that we get to help connect you to other Halloween lovers. I know what it's like to grow up in a small town where you don't feel like you get to really connect with people or have something in common. And I'm just so happy that the podcast has been able to bring you a little comfort and show you that there's a big wide world of Halloween obsessed people And I hope that you get to find some in-person Halloween friends sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, we're here for you. So these game recommendations are fantastic. I'm not a big video game person, so these were all really new to me. And when you made the comment about Five Nights at Freddy's being obvious, I had to Google that. And then I saw that it's actually a very popular game. (laughs) So... I think this is a great lesson in in knowing that things that seem obvious to oneself because we're immersed in a specific niche or community might not be obvious to other people. Um, case in point, I'm always talking about how obviously it's the Halloween season now because it's July, and when I'm out in the world talking to people that aren't lanterns, they all think I'm out of my dang mind. So... <laughs> You just introduced me just now to Five Nights at Freddy's, and in my looking it up, trying to see what you meant by obviously, (laughs) like, is it obvious? I don't know. I discovered that they're also turning it into a movie. Perhaps this is something you already know, Jay, and listeners, but I did not know that it was going to be a movie, and not only is it being released this year, it's being released on October 27th, so it's going to be a Halloween release, so truly, What a perfect recommendation, Jay. I have been saying for probably the past year that I might get into video games just to enjoy some of these horror games that people keep recommending to me. And you are really tempting me with these. It's just a world I don't understand or even know where to start. But these were fantastic recommendations. And I hope that our fellow gamers out there get to explore something new based on your letter. And please remember that you can listen at your own pace. Don't feel like you're ever behind or you're not doing anything fast enough. The point of the podcast is that it is always Halloween and that also we hate the calendars and time itself. So take your time, enjoy, and I'm so happy to have you on our porch. We look forward to hearing back from you again in the future. Now, what's that I hear? Why, it's a chilling call from the All Hallows Hotline.
1: Hi, Luce and Lanterns. This is Ghoul Gang member Kendra calling in. I wanted to share a resource that I recently found out about with you all that I thought you would enjoy. It's called Dracula Daily, and it's a Substack website that allows you to read the classic Dracula book by Bram Stoker um, in the same timeline that it happens to the characters in the book. So for those who don't know, the original Dracula is an epistolary novel And it's made up of letters and diaries, telegrams, newspaper clippings, et cetera. And everything in the book has a date attached to it. And the whole story happens between May 3rd and November 7th. So if you sign up for Dracula Daily Online, which you can find at draculadaily.substack.com, the one-man show who runs it will post a newsletter each day that something happens to the characters in the book. Um, which means that you can read Dracula between May 3rd and November 7th in small digestible chunks, which was really cool to me because as someone who's not a huge reader, I was a little intimidated by the book, but I wanted to read it for the sake of still having from Halloween in my life and for being able to read such a famous book and then watch the movie adaptation Um, When calendar Halloween comes around this year So I would highly recommend checking it out um, If you might be similar to me in that way Uh, It worked so well for me actually That I stopped reading Dracula Daily And then just got the book out of the library Because I got so into the story But you know If you're someone who you think Would be willing to just take your time um, Maybe would like to have that real-time sense of how long certain events in the book are happening between each other, um, or if you maybe only have a few minutes before bed to read, this is for you, um, and it's free, and it's really cool, and if you want to get started now, there's an archive on the site that you can um, read what's happened since May 3rd, and then... Once you subscribe, you can just catch up as he sends those newsletters for the chapters in the book that happen on a particular date. Um, what I chose to do was wait until May of this year after I learned about it in the middle of last year so that I could actually start it in real time uh, as the seasons go in the book. But just wanted to share that with you all. I hope you all enjoy it and someone maybe is able to read Dracula in this way, in a way that they maybe wouldn't have been able to, to digest the whole book in one sitting. So, happy summer ween, and you can access Dracula Daily again at draculadaily.substack.com. Bye! Kendra! Thank you so much for being
0: a dedicated ghoul gang member. And thanks so much for this fascinating call. I have never ever heard of Dracula Daily and I am obsessed with this idea. It's so clever and you're right. It's such a great way to digest this text in a non-traditional format. I love that there is someone out there that's this engaged with the material and also dedicated to bringing it to people in a new way. Plus May to November, truly the best time to be getting something spooky in your inbox. Of course, I love it all year round and many of you do as well, but I know sometimes November through the spring, people need some time off And we get really into Halloween right when it starts feeling warm because, of course, we're all a little goth to some extent and the summer drives us a bit batty. So getting these emails from May to November just seems like the perfect way to be in the Halloween headspace. I'm obsessed. Such a cool recommendation. I love knowing that there's people just in every corner of the internet doing something spooky and weird and helpful and literary. It's very inspiring. Thanks again for helping us produce the podcast as a Ghoul Gang member, Kendra, and I look forward to hearing from you again on the hotline or over an email, and, of course, talking to you on the Discord. Our next eek mail has the subject line Stanley Hotel Haunting. What's up, Luce? My name's Jaden. I'm new to the podcast and I'm binging the entire thing from the beginning, but I'm still very behind. I just recently stumbled on the August 27th, 2021 episode where you mentioned the Stanley Hotel and The Shining. I actually went there a few years ago with my friend Taylor and my dad, and I wanted to share our experience. So when we were in the concert hall of the hotel, Taylor and I decided to take a photo of us in the haunted mirror. The lights were off. So I used the flash on my digital camera while she used her phone. I was very clumsy and accidentally covered the flash so that only a red light shined from the camera. We took the picture at the same time on shutter, but it only showed up in one photo on Taylor's phone. In the photo, you can see the border of the mirror with a red light in the middle. That's my camera and then you see a ghastly face peeking in from the right of the mirror with long, dark hair. We showed the tour guide and she was very excited, as she told us that the ghost we took a photo of was most likely the ghost named Lucy. Later, if that wasn't enough, we were under the foundation of the hotel where the little children ghosts supposedly like to run around. While the tour guide was telling us stories, I saw a large chunk of my hair levitate above my shoulder and then fall like it was dropped. I got my friend's attention and she saw the very last of my hair being moved and her jaw dropped. She had been to the hotel multiple times before but had never seen any other activity than that first time I went with her. We both freaked out a little, but my dad was more worried about the cool car that was parked in front of the hotel. He also did not believe the picture that Taylor took. You can see for yourself, I've attached the picture of Lucy the ghost to this eek mail. Thank you so much for the podcast. I hope you have a spooky season. Jaden, this photograph is much too terrifying. I'm asking you to revoke it from the email and to revoke it from my eyeballs. I am so upset at you. (laughs) You know I record this podcast alone in a closet, right? Jaden, send help. I'm terrified. (laughs) I'm terrified that now this ghost lives in my computer. (sighs) Jaden, we got to get this story in the new volume of The Lantern's Way. It's all ghost-themed, and that way, people can see this photo beyond Instagram, it can forever be in print, and it can live in people's homes, the way she's now living, hopefully not. Am I jinxing myself? I'm not even finishing that sentence. I've already felt like I've discussed this too much. Jaden, I'm terrified. Thank you so much for this eekmail, but also, no thank you, but also thank you, and I would appreciate it if you... I really love that Jaden ends the eek mail with have a spooky season. you dang right. I'm having the spookiest season of my life in this very moment. You did it. You kicked it off. Congratulations. Ooh. Lanterns, don't you forget to scare us with your ghost stories this season. You can submit all of your haunting tales, photographs, art pieces, and or recipes to The Lantern's Way Volume 2 by August 25th. Please send any of your materials that you think would be fun in a zine to thelanternsway at gmail.com. Include any personal details that you would like to be shared as well. And don't forget, you can pre-order your copy for a lower price starting on July 23rd, the 100 Days to Halloween Countdown. For all other spine-tingling stories, please call into the All Hallows hotline at 802-532-DEAD or write me an email at it's always Halloween Podcast at gmail.com. I also want to hear your trick-or-treating memories, Halloween party triumphs or disasters, book and movie recommendations, haunted histories, and of course any stories about why you love Halloween and what it means to you. As I said at the top of the episode, if you love It's Always Halloween, please subscribe at patreon.com slash it's always Halloween, or you can make a one-time donation using our tip jar. This episode of It's Always Halloween was written, researched, and performed by me, Luce Tomlin Brenner, with help from your fellow lanterns, Jay, Kendra, and of course, the terrifying Jaden, whose name will now forever be linked in my mind to one of the most upsetting pictures I've ever seen. I'm already anticipating posting this on Instagram and people being like, that's not that scary. But listen, I am easily frightened. And I don't like the idea of taking a picture of you and your friend hanging out and then a ghost is in it. I don't like it. I don't. I just want a picture of me and my friend to be just me and my friend. Okay? Is that too much to ask? Also, if a tour guide's upset, if you freak out a tour guide, that's for real. I've been a tour guide. We are unshakable. We've seen it all. Once someone puked in my van. So that's who you're freaking out with this picture. Someone who was in the middle of telling a fascinating story about Los Angeles history as customers are throwing up behind her. Where were we? What are we doing? Are we at the end of this show? (laughs) We're never at the end because it's always Halloween. Listen, this show and every show for the next four weeks is edited with beautiful sound design and theme music by my co-producer for now, the amazing, the talented, the wondrous... Pete Burns. Thanks, Pete. You can follow the show on Instagram at it's always Halloween podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at LTB comedy and Pete at Mittenberries. If you're on Apple podcasts, please subscribe and please write us a little review so that other like-minded lanterns can find us. I want to share with you a really lovely new one that really made my day. This one's from June 29th by P.W. Phil. And the subject line is a pod for all seasons. To be honest, I am not a Halloween fanatic. However, the host's passion and enthusiasm is infectious and keeps you coming back. The topics are always interesting, and I can say I almost always learn something. I'm always impressed by Luce's ability to think of new ways to engage with her audience And even better, you can feel her authenticity. On top of everything else, I love the music and the audio quality. Oop, tearing up. (laughs) On top of everything else, I love the music and the audio quality. That always stands out to me in every episode. Bottom line, this podcast has been cultivating an open and inclusive community of individuals for almost three years. And if you have any interest in Halloween, it is well worth your time. P.W. Phil, this was an incredibly thoughtful and lovely review. It touched me deeply and it it started to make me cry because I was thinking about how much I also love the music and the audio quality and uh, thinking about Pete leaving, which makes me sad lanterns if you'd like to make me cry with a beautiful review and highlighting my friend's hard work on this podcast that he'll soon be leaving then please log into apple podcasts write us a little something it doesn't have to be multi-paragraphs it can just be a few lines and every time you write a review it shows that this is a, a real podcast that's worth people's times and we can grow the base we can grow the patreon we can keep on trucking and hire new people Every little bit helps. It's free and easy, so write that review. Or, you know what? Follow us on NPR, because we're on the NPR One app, too, and you can just tell Ira Glass that you love us. Thank you so much for listening to It's Always Halloween, and please come back next time. Unless you have a scary ghost photo that's going to scare me too much, then just stay away!